Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we continue our study of the book of Joshua, the Sefer Yehoshua. We are about to study chapter 23 together. In this chapter, we are approaching closer and closer towards the uh, conclusion of this book, um, which has a fitting end to the life of this extraordinary leader, Yehoshua. Vayihi, I'm reading the first verse, Vayihi miyamim rabim, it was many days later. Remember that we learned of the dividing up of the land. Um, uh, uh, we learned how everyone got their portion, the Levites got their portion, the tribe of Ruvain, Gud, and half of Manasseh were able to return to the um, to their portion on the other side of the Jordan. Everyone has settled in their places. Um uh, except for the areas that weren't conquered yet, but everyone had their portion, their places to live. Yoshua himself and Kalev, Caleb had his place to live. Everyone was settled in many years. And then we Loretta of the averted civil war. Um, uh, so at this point, uh, it was many days. So we don't know exactly how long that is. The verse just says it was a while. Uh, so there's no wars, no fighting. Yoshua is living his last days. Joshua is living his last days in peace on his portion. And this was after God had given the people of Israel peace from all of their enemies that had surrounded them. And Joshua was an older man, it was elderly, on in his, on in his days. Um, so Yeshua knew that it's time for him as the leader of the people. It's going to soon be time for him to uh, depart from this earth. So Vayikra Yoshua Lechol Yisrael and Joshua called all of the people of Israel Lizkeinav to its elders Ulrashav and its leaders Ulishovtav and its judges Ulishotrav and its officers Vayomer Aleim and he said to them Aniza Kanti I am now old Basi Bayamim I am on advanced in days Atem Reisem and you all of you have seen Eskol Asher Asa Adonai Elohechem everything that the Lord your God has done to all of these nations from uh, that stood before you um, and he um, uh, what he did you know that it was the Lord your God who was the one who waged his war for you in other words you didn't conquer all this land and settle it by your own strength and power but it was God's power. This is message number one that Yoshua is telling the people. You know, you saw, and you know that it was only with God's help. So don't take credit for yourselves. Re'u, see, kipalti lachem, and I, Yehoshua, fulfilled my promise, and I have given to you by lottery, et hagoyim hanisharim the the um, nations that remain um in other words, the nations that remain on the land, it's all been apportioned up among you, even the ones that you haven't conquered yet that are still in the land, that are still living here, uh, whether it's because they haven't waged war for some other reason, whether they made peace or something, or they became a masoved, they became subservient nations. But all that is in your portions, as an inheritance according to your tribes, from this Jordan River, uh, including all the nations that I did destroy, um, uh, 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 all the way to the uh, to the um, from the Jordan all the way to the Great Sea, which is on the western side where the sun sets. 
It is the Lord your God who pushed them away from before you, and dispossessed them from before you. And you have possessed their land. Just like the Lord your God told you. He fulfilled his promise. Lesson two. That, that number one, it was God doing it. And number two, he was fulfilling his promise when he did so. I want you to be very strong because uh, it's going to take strength to uh, guard and do. In other words, to be careful not to do the things that God doesn't want you to do and to do the things that he does want you to do. As is written, everything that is written in the book of the Torah of Moshe, so that you should not deviate from the Torah right or left. So this is lesson three, that um, that God kept his word at, to you and he expects you to keep your word to him when you agreed to keep the Torah of Moshe. So remember, and you have to be strong to do so, to keep the Torah of Moshe, to keep its rules and its laws and the ideas that the Torah taught you. Why? Why am I saying this, that you have to be so strong? I'm at verse 7, because I don't want you to come and mingle together with these nations that are here, that remain here with you. Um, I don't want you to intermingle with them and learn from their ways. I don't want you mentioning their gods. I don't want you swearing in their gods' names. I don't want you worshiping their gods. I don't want you bowing and prostrating to their gods. It's the only in the Lord your God you should attach yourself. This is the unique idea of monotheism. There is only one God. You cannot say, okay, well, I'll worship God today in his tabernacle. Tomorrow I'll go to the other gods. That, that takes away the entire idea of what the Torah is supposed to be about. Just like you've been doing until now, you have been faithful to God until this point, Joshua says, in other words, in the land of Israel, you need to continue to do so. We know that God um, dispossessed from before you many great and powerful nations, nations that were stronger than you. And you, no one stood, was able to stand before uh, before you to stop you until this time. And as you had the ability and have the ability to conquer nations greater than you. To the extent that one of you is chasing a thousand. The only reason why that could happen is because it is the Lord your God who is waging war for you as he has promised to you. You have to be very careful to watch your soul, to watch your, uh, um, uh, to 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 uh, uh, for for yourselves, for your own lives. To continue to love the Lord your God. This God is different. This God demands love. He demands devotion. Because if you turn away. If you turn your back, and you attach yourself to the remainders of those nations, the ones that remain with you, and you start to intermarry with them, and you will enter into their communities, and they will enter into your communities. This is the problem. 
Yodoa Teidu, Teidu, I know, uh, you, I, I, you should know now for certain, it's not a doubt. If you do that, and you start learning from their ways and worshiping their gods, God will no longer stand by your side and help you dispossess the nations from here. And they will end up being a trap and a snare. In other words, they are going to trap you in their trap, snare you in their snare, and it, they're, they're going to make you stumble and fall. They will be a... a, um, a uh, a, 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 um, it's hard to translate this word shotate. There will be a, a bother, a poker uh, in your side and a stinger or, or a thorn or a sharp pointy thing in your eyes until you end up getting lost from this land. You will be you will be sent out of this land. You will not remain here. This land that God has given you the Lord your God. Joshua says, I am going today, very soon, I am going the way of the land. We all pass on from this earth and I am going that way to Vidatem. And I want you to know, with all of your hearts and all of your soul, you have no complaint against God because there isn't a single promise of all the good things that God has promised, that God has not done. It all has happened to you. There's not one thing missing. So you have no complaints against God. He kept His word. When all of these good things have come upon you, that God has told you, Remember that just as he brought all these good things, he can just as easily and he just will bring along the, all the bad things that he said. Remember the Torah. God said, if you keep my word, you're going to get A, B, and C. And if you don't, unfortunately, it's going to be X, Y, and Z. Until he destroys you. It's careful. Joshua says, it doesn't say that he's going to destroy the people completely. He said he's going to destroy you from this good land. He will chase you out. That he has given to you. The Lord your God. If you break the covenant, this is the key idea of this chapter, that it is a deal, right? And Yeshua emphasized this several times. God is the one that gave you the land, not you. So you don't have the right to make the decisions as to what the conditions of the covenant are. God gave it, and He has kept His side of the bargain. And remember that you made a bargain, and you have to keep your side of the bargain. And the... And the way you're going to get messed up is if you learn from the ways of the people that live here that do not share this value system and you end up worshiping their gods and you end up practicing their abominable practices as they've been described so many times in the Torah, you're going to end up just like them. You don't have a right to be here unless you fulfill the purpose of your being here, which is to be faithful to the ways of the Torah. Uh, and if you if you break this promise, this is verse uh, 16, the promise you made with the Lord your God, that He commanded you. And instead, you go and you worship Elohim Achirim, other gods, and you bow to them. 
and Joshua is deliberately paraphrasing the words of the Shema, the words that we're familiar with from the Torah, that if you if you go and you listen to those gods, and God will get angry at you, and you will quickly be lost from this good land that God has given you. Joshua is deliberately paraphrasing those words from the Torah so that to remind the people that this is a promise that has been made. This is something that has been told them, they have been warned, and they and there is a bris, there's a covenant here between God and his people that goes two ways. Thank you so much for studying chapter 23. Looking forward to studying chapter 24 and the and thus complete this book of Joshua.